This episode of the Retro VGM Revival Hour is dedicated to all of those in the Amiga community and especially to all of those engineers who made the Amiga possible way back in the day. Amiga forever! machine that is around anywhere in the world. The professional machine of the future. How would I describe it? I think it's fantastic. Awesome. It's going to skyrocket. Only Amiga makes it possible. to do things that you can't do on other hardware. And it does all the work for you. Wow. State-of-the-art technology at a price that everybody can afford. The Amiga is the best graphics machine available in the world today. Only Amiga. 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 It possible. Only Amiga. Only Amiga makes it possible. Only Amiga. <laughs> Outrageous. Makes it Hello and welcome to the Retro VGM Revival Hour. I'm Robert Menes, in for Edgar Velasco for this episode. This is a video game music show where we talk about and share video game music tracks from the 8-bit, 16-bit, 32-bit, and current generations of video games. From the obscure to the well-known, we both respect and honor the music that many gamers have grown up with. Like Edgar, I have been a huge fan of video game music for nearly my entire life and feel that video game music deserves much love and respect and all the exposure we can give it. Each episode focuses on a specific theme, franchise, or composer, which brings us to today's theme. And that theme is the Amiga. The Amiga, a computer platform way ahead of everyone else out there. Released on July 23rd, 1985, the Amiga, released by Commodore International, was a multimedia powerhouse of a computer, offering colorful graphics, a graphic user interface, and four-channel stereo sound at a time when platforms like the IBM PC and Macintosh were only offering very basic graphics and sounds on their platforms. 
the IBM PC was only really thought of at the time as a business-oriented machine, and the Macintosh had sharp graphics, but only black and white graphics, of course. It was a computer that mystified the public and befuddled Commodore, who they, even them themselves didn't know quite how to really market the damn thing. Through the years, though, the Amiga has found its footing, especially in parts in the 1987 release of the Amiga 500 and Amiga 2000 models. At a budget price of 700 US dollars, the Amiga 500 became a popular computer, and of course, came hundreds upon hundreds of games for the platform. The Amiga line continued officially until 1993, when the last unique Amiga system, the Amiga CD32, a 32-bit dedicated console based on the Amiga AGA chipset found in the Amiga 1200 and 4000 models released earlier. Commodore International, however, suffered from severe financial strain and closed shop on April 1994. However, the Amiga lives on to this day, thanks in part to a strong, dedicated community of fans and hackers who continue to create hardware and software for the platform through spiritual successor operating systems like AROS and MorphOS, and through veteran Amiga engineers and advocates who have created new computers to create new, next-generation Amiga computers for those who have stuck to that checkered Boing Ball logo throughout thick and thin. Only Amiga makes it possible. This episode will showcase the music of several popular and even some obscure Amiga games. As the audio hardware with four channels of stereo sound was quite advanced for the day, you can imagine that many Amiga games had mind-blowing sound. Make sure you have the right Kickstart ROMs installed and your copy protection codes are ready, because we are about to go on a whirlwind tour of the sounds of the Amiga. The first game in our Amiga countdown is Defender of the Crown. Released in 1986 and developed and published by Cinemaware, this is a title screen theme, composed by Jim Cuomo. And that was the title screen to Defender of the Crown, composed by Jim Cuomo. Next game on our countdown is a popular favorite. Those green-haired little adorable rodents that you've got to guide home. Lemmings! Released February 14th, 1991. Developed by DMA Design and published by Psygnosis. This is Smile If You Love Lemmings, composed by Tim Wright and Brian Johnston.
And that was Smile If You Love Lemmings from Lemmings, composed by Tim Wright and Brian Johnston. And now for the next game in our countdown, it's time for Xenon 2 Mega Blast. Developed by the Assembly Line and the Bitmap Brothers and published by Imageworks in 1989, this is Mega Blast, composed by Bomb the Bass. Did that not kick butt or what? 
that was Mega Blast from Xenon 2 Mega Blast. Again, composed by Bomb the Bass. And now for the next game in our countdown, it's time to go to Another World. Developed and published by Delphine Software and released in 1991, this is the opening theme composed by Jean Francois Freitas. And that was the intro theme to Another World, composed by Jean-Francois Freitas. Now for this next game, we're going to switch gears slightly. I'm going to go with an Amiga CD32 game this time. The game in question is Zool, Ninja of the Nth Dimension. Released on the platform in 1993 and developed and published by Gremlin Graphics, this is Zool Rave World 1, composed by Neil Biggin. You really think you're bad?
And that was Zool Rave World 1 theme from Zool Ninja of the Nth Dimension for the CD32, composed by Neil Biggin. Now for the next game in our countdown, it's time for you to fight the evil forces of the machine as Bren McGuire. The next game is Turrican 2, The Final Fight. Developed by Factor 5 and published by Rainbow Arts in 1991, this is The Desert Rocks, composed by Chris Heelspeck. Now, before I begin playing this track, I want to let everybody know that I did want to use an original version of the theme, but I was kind of torn because there is also a really, really, really awesome arrangement on Chris Heelspeck's Bandcamp that I just thought was too good to pass up. So please forgive me for this one. I am going to kind of go off a little bit on the thing that I said I was going to do all Amiga, you know, original, but... This one's just way too good, and I am going to put a link to this track and to his you know, page on Bandcamp so that you can all download it and support him. But again, this is The Desert Rocks from Turrican 2, composed by Chris Heelspeck.
And that was The Desert Rocks from Turrican 2, The Final Fight, composed by Chris Hulspeck. Now, this next game in our countdown, I didn't even know existed until I started watching a playthrough of it on YouTube. And it was on Miss Mad Lemon's channel, where she does Nostalgia Time, where she usually just likes to sit down, play a couple of Amiga games, and just have general fun doing it. You know, it's just fun to watch people play like that, and you can tell that she immensely loves her games. So, Miss Mad Lemon, thank you so much for introducing me to this game. It's immense fun. I've been having so much fun playing it. The game in question is Jumpin' Jackson, released in 1990, developed and published by Infograms. This is me getting my head of myself. Uh, this is the title theme to the game, composed by Stefan Peek.
And that was the title theme to Jumpin' Jackson, composed by Stefan Peek. Now, the next game in our countdown is rather shady and evil and ominous, but it's quite a popular Amiga title. It's Shadow of the Beast, released in 1989, developed and published by Psygnosis. Here is the title theme, composed by David Whitaker. And that was the title theme to Shadow of the Beast, composed by David Whitaker. Next game in our countdown is, of course, a movie tie-in. It was a summer blockbuster in 1989, and of course, every console and computer platform had to get a game based around it. And of course, we're talking about Batman. Released in 1989 and developed and published by Ocean Software, this is the title theme, composed by Matthew Cannon and John Dunn.
And that was the title theme to Batman, composed by Matthew Cannon and John Dunn. Next game in our countdown is Battletoads. Originally released on the NES, this game got ported to the Amiga in 1992 and in 1994 to the Amiga CD32. Originally developed by Rare, ported by Mindscaped, and published by Trade West, this is Wookie Hole, composed by David Wise. And that was Wookie Hole from Battletoads, composed by David Weiss. Now the next game in a countdown, I used to play a lot when I had the DOS version as a kid, but we're talking about Amiga games here, right? So we're going to focus on the Amiga version of it. The game that I'm talking about is Fire and Ice. Originally published in 1992 on floppy disk and in 1994 for the CD32, developed and published by Graftgold Software, I'm going to go with the CD32 version of this track. This is Ice World. Composed by Jason Page.
And that was Ice World from Fire and Ice for the Amiga CD32, composed by Jason Page. Next game in our countdown is Super Frog, developed and published by Team 17 in 1993 for the Amiga and the Amiga CD32. This is World 1, Magic Woods, composed by Alistair Brimble.
And that was World 1, Magic Woods, from Super Frog, composed by Alistair Brimble. Next game in our countdown is Speedball 2, Brutal Deluxe. Released in 1990, developed by the Bitmap Brothers, and published by Imageworks, this is the main theme, composed by Nation 12. That was the title theme to Speedball 2, Brutal Deluxe, composed by Nation 12. Now the next game in our countdown, its parent platform, the PC Engine, wasn't really available in Europe. It was available in the US, of course it's a TurboGrafx-16, but we're not talking about that here. So this game was ported to several computer platforms, including the Amiga, in order to reach a wider audience in Europe. The game I'm talking about? Parasol Stars! Released in 1992, Ported and published by Ocean Software. This is the main background theme, composed originally by Noriyuki Iwadare for the PC Engine and arranged for the Amiga by Keith Tinman and Matthew Cannon. 
And that was the main theme to Parasol Stars, originally composed by Noriyuki Iwadare and arranged by Keith Tinman and Matthew Cannon. The next game in our countdown is a favorite of mine from the Sega Genesis and it did get a good Amiga port. The game I'm talking about is Disney's Aladdin. Originally released in 1994, developed and published by Virgin Interactive, this is Prince Ali. Originally composed by Tommy Tallarico and arranged for the Amiga by Andrew Barnabas. was Prince Ali from Disney's Aladdin, originally composed by Tommy Tallarico and arranged by Andrew Barnabas. Next game in our countdown is Fury of the Furries, originally developed by Callisto and published by Mindscape, released in 1994 on both floppy disk and for the CD32. This is The Forest, composed by Frederic Mott.
and that was The Forest from Fury of the Furries, composed by Frederic Mott. Next game in our countdown is Turrican 3 Payment Day. Developed by Factor 5 and published by Rainbow Arts in 1993, this is Wet Dungeon, composed by Chris Heelspeck.
And that was Wet Dungeon from Turrican 3, Payment Day, composed by Chris Heelspeck. Next game in our countdown is one of my favorites on this platform. The game I'm talking about is Wiz and Liz. Developed by Lunatic Software and published by Psygnosis in 1993, this is in-game theme number one, composed by Richard Eddy and Mike Clark. You save plenty of wabbits. That was in-game theme number one from Wiz and Liz, composed by Richard Eddy and Mike Clark. Next game, we're gonna go to the planet of Arrakis with Dune. Developed by Cryo Interactive and published by Virgin Interactive in 1992, this is Sign of the Warm, composed by Stefan Peek.
that was Sign of the Worm from Dune, composed by Stefan Peek. Well, folks, we've reached the final game in our countdown. And now, let's close out with a bit of a bang. The final game in our countdown is Cannon Fodder. Developed by Sensible Software and published by Virgin Interactive in 1993, this track is Narcissus, composed by John Hare. Now, before I begin playing the track, I'm going to go with something a little bit different again. I'm not going to play a direct Amiga track. Instead, I'm going to play the version that has vocals in it. This is a live version. Well, sort of a live version, but it is, I guess you could say, an arranged version. But yeah, this is the vocal version of Narcissus from Cannon Fodder. Again, composed by John Hare.
And that was Narcissus from Cannon Fodder, composed and played by John Hare. That's it for this episode of the Retro VGM Revival Hour. If you want to check out more episodes, check us out at NostalgiaRoadTrip.com and subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. We're also on Twitter at InRoadTripCast, and you can find our Facebook groups at Facebook.com forward slash NostalgiaRoadTrip and Facebook.com forward slash VGM Revival Hour. For Edgar Velasco, this is Robert Menes saying, be cool with one another, play all the games you can, drink more coffee, and make awesome shit happen. Special thanks and shout out to everybody in the Mega community, including Bill Winters and Anthony Becker of the Guru Meditation, Miss Mad Lemon, Amiga Ireland, the Amiga Love Forums, everybody in the Mega community, you all know who you are. Get boinged, Amiga forever. Good night, folks. Amiga forever.